0: song do you want to hear Dan beer
1: 1500 ESPN's beer show is on the air presented in part by elevated beer wine and spirits Fratelloni's ace hardware and garden stores and red cow and red rabbit now alongside Mike Fratelloni here's Chris Reavers It has been
2: far too long. Yes, it's Thursday night. It's the beer show here on 1500 ESPN. As always, you can find us online at 1500ESPN.com and also available on Podcast One. We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris, alongside Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores hello good sir how you doing reverse i am awesome and it's glad i'm glad to see your smiling face of course we took last thursday off because of thanksgiving um, as we horrible? normally do That's the worst oh uh, you know i love Thanksgiving. i love thanksgiving it's...
0: too but i like routine and yes. when the routine's okay. off i'm like okay i'm supposed to be doing the beer show what are we doing here just sitting there at the bar drinking by myself <laughs> i'm just kidding were you, i, I were you, did not were do you that. shedding a, a slight yes tear. one solitary tear
2: and then became just a gushing torrent of So we do have quite an action-packed show for you uh, this evening, a lot of really cool guests to get to, um, obviously beer-related, and uh, a cool event that we want to help promote um, towards the end of the show. But, uh, Michael, I I stumbled across one of my favorite stories that I can recall in the last couple of years, because it's so perfectly... Showcases basically everything that I hate about America in 2018. <laughs> Did you hear about the 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 prank, the scam that Payless? Manny, you're gonna love this too. Manny Hills over here. The 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 scam that Payless shoes. You you know you guys know. What I, I know of shoes course no Payless. Did you yes. hear about the scam that they pulled off? No. Oh my God! This is so great. And my computer is froze, so okay. I was gonna try so to pull the story. So you're gonna have to just come. Oh, okay. I got you, it. You know We're this good. one. All right. So Payless shoes. They conducted. A somewhat of a social experiment slash, I don't exactly, it's a social experiment. Okay, not a promotion. No, so, not at okay. all, not at all. But they, their company created a fake luxury shoe line called Pelesse. Okay, nice. They sold the shoes that would have been found inside their shoe store at quad- crazy prices, crazy prices okay. calling them designer shoes. And they sold out in seconds. Really? So they they oh they they created this like it's it's a very cool looking luxury style shoe store. Okay. And and they marketed it on social media. Oh and, no! And these suckers went in there and bought you know thirty dollar slip ons for six hundred bucks a pop. You're kidding? I'm not kidding. Okay, you. so
0: <laughs> did is it possible that I would have seen that ad?
2: Um I don't know the first time I saw the story was today. Okay because so I, don't I
0: remember recently on Instagram and Facebook an ad where it had this white sneaker, a plain white sneaker with nothing on it. Okay. And it it was like for some company that said for now only $800 and I thought what is wrong with people? Why would you spend $800 on a shoes. white sneaker? Yeah, not even to mention a sneak, you know, at least if it was, if you were super rich and somehow it was a great upgraded shoe, sure. I maybe get it. Yeah. But I just, and I remember seeing that thinking, what? And if that was part of that, that was brilliant. But is that going to backfire on them? Are what people going to be pissed?
2: Well, do you think the person that's buying designer shoes? Is gonna be so burnt. I mean, they weren't going to pay Payless to begin. That's with. true.
0: They're pissed, right? Yeah. Those people are pissed because now they have been marked as fools. But Payless can say it doesn't matter, folks. You weren't coming here anyways, and so I, don't worry. And
2: in, in case some are gonna hear this and ask, well, are they donating that money for not nonprofit? Well, I don't. I don't know the I'm answer sure they, to that. I, I bet you they just sold. They said, hey, uh,
0: it was eight hundred dollars, but really that shoe was thirty two ninety nine at Payless, <laughs> so we're only charging you thirty two
2: ninety nine. No. I hope they. I hope they rip them off oh, blind. That's what I. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they would do because that. that's what you deserve. That's what yes. you get when you get for. you know me, I'm I'm somewhat of a well, not yeah, I, I'm cheap. You're fr- you're frugal. I'm very frugal. You're smart with your money. I okay, thank you. That's okay. a better way to yes. put it. Um, because I I, I you know I, I don't have a lot of it. Sure. So I gotta be yeah, smart. I'm not with- <laughs> buying a pair of eight hundred dollars shoes. I'm not, and that's why. Okay, I I'm I'm now.
0: I uh, have a couple things that I okay. splurge on. You ready? Go ahead. Go ahead. Jeans. Because if you buy a good pair of jeans, Mm -hmm. I might wear the same pair of jeans every day for a year. Not literally every day, but you know what I mean? You get 100 wearings out of them. But you can't do that with a shirt. If you go buy an expensive shirt, you don't wear the same shirt every day, right? So I, I always like to have my cost per wear real nice and low. And jeans kind of last forever, so your cost per wear can get low, even if they're a couple hundred dollar pair of jeans. All right, here we go.
2: Yes. Payless Shoes Source pranked VIP shoppers into paying markups of up to 100, excuse me, 1,800% oh for the God. bargain retailer's shoes oh as gosh. part of a viral advertising campaign designed. People are like hearing this going, Reaver, shut up and start talking about beer. Mm. <laughs> a viral advertising campaign designed to shift consumers' perceptions of the brand, creating a luxury band brand, Pélesse. Pélesse. <laughs> Pélesse created a fake store and fashionistas, so-called fashion influencers, essentially trendsetters that regular consumers look to for style cues paid up to $640 for footwear that usually retails for between 19.99 and 39.99. Oh wow. Uh the fashion insiders uh were captured remarking on the quality of the shoes' design and fabrication before being told who actually made them. It's just stunning, elegant, sophisticated. One shopper said of a stiletto heel at the fake store's launch party. Mm. I can tell it was made with high quality materials. Said a man perusing a pair of leather sneakers. Here's what I hope happens with this. Okay, because nothing drives me more nut, and my wife is just as guilty as anybody. On okay, this. although. She is a little bit more restrained when it comes to, you know, overspending. She's a lot like me in that mm. regard, where if she doesn't need something, she's not going to go spend it no wildly for no reason. Okay. Um, but... These trendsetters on social media accounts are what drive me insane oh. because they make other people think. Well, this is something that I need. That this. You need I you need, need this. And
0: oh, by the way, those trendsetters are not buying any of that. No, stuff. No,
2: it's all for free because it's they, all for they're free paying for Instagram. That's followers. right because
0: they have a hundred and fifty. I wonder how many Instagram followers you need before companies start sending you crap.
2: I'm not on the gram, so I, uh, I, 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 and I, I don't desire to be on. You know what I have?
0: What? Um, so I have a a a YouTube channel, right? Mm -hmm. That we put up a YouTube video on like every 10 years at my company. Okay. And I went on there to show my daughters like, Hey, your dad has a YouTube channel Cause my eight eight and 10 (laughs) year old daughters want to have a YouTube channel. Right. Just just showing how to make slime and crap like that. So I go on to one of my videos. One of my videos has 900,000 views. What? It's how to grow grass anywhere. It's like some of my videos have 321 views and others have nearing a million views because it's been on the internet for five years under the title how to grow grass and somebody went on and said i wonder how to grow grass and back
2: so not to peel back the curtain on this but was this a case of was somebody did someone do a maybe a news story or a you know because like sometimes if we if if i were to post something on a show that i was a part of mm -hmm. it would have gained a lot of sure or gained a lot of views just because it was part of a, a a secondary website story it is
0: purely because the title is how to grow grass?
3: <laughs> and,
0: honest to God, and it's it's sort of brilliant. So go okay, we'll uh, I hear it. I, can hear it. I can hear it. The this? light bulb clicked on over. We his head. do
2: one on that same channel. How to drink beer? Oh, that's not come bad. Come on, come on. All right, bah, let's do it. I'm an let's ideas go. Go. guy.
0: Okay, I'm done. Well, okay. here's
2: here's st- step one. You ready?
0: That looks so good. Is that a lift bridge? Ah, uh, yeah, it is. Nice, delicious. Nice. They'll be coming up.
2: Uh so really quick, I also have to give a, a quick shout out and thanks to a lot of listeners. So I was in Arizona a couple of weeks ago, and you uh, went
0: to a baseball game.
2: <laughs> I
0: cannot believe
2: it! I was so pissed at you.
0: I was actually pissed at you that you did it. I can't you know, believe it. was so
2: funny. So, um, <laughs> so my wife and I went out there uh, a couple of weeks ago to uh, for her works. Sure, her work has a conference out there to learn about new... My wife's a nurse, sure. so they were learning about new... Sponge bath techniques. <laughs> new medicines. <laughs> okay, and, sorry. Yeah, honey, how do you, how does that one work? Uh, yeah, show me that sponge bath thing. So I, t- I, I jokingly said, well, yeah, there's the Arizona Fall League is out there. And you were like, you're you're not taking your wife no, to a baseball No, that's game.
0: not how that happened. What I said oh. is you were telling me the story, and I said, well, what baseball game are you oh, yeah. going to go to? And then you mocked me for being so stupid that, well, baseball's over, Mike, it's the middle
2: of winter. And I said, oh, you'll find something. And what happened? Uh, the Arizona Fall League Championship game <laughs> was that Friday or that Saturday? Oh, my God. It was that Saturday, and it was a beautiful—obviously, it's it's sure, Arizona, Arizona it's in November. Always perfect, it's yeah. always perfect. And it was at the San Francisco Giants um, spring training home in Scottsdale, mm-hmm. and it was maybe 10 minutes from our resort. And I, I jokingly said this to her the day before, yes, she goes, yeah. well, let's go. Oh, my God. She's like, why not? I'm she she just she just wanted to be outside. She didn't care what we did. I don't want your relationship with her to fail.
0: I don't. <laughs> but I do want one thing. Okay. If she ever leaves you, yep. I want her to leave you for like a triple A
2: wasted baseball player. Okay, no, no, no joke. Yes. All right. So we're at we're at this complex. And it's again, it's it's a spring training home sure. for a major baseball player. So there's team. a bunch of fields. Yeah. And, yeah. It's and these are all, so for those that aren't familiar, this is like the collection of the up and rising single A and double A guys that are probably going to be... Like there's a chance. There's a chance that they're going to be all-stars at the, in, in the big leagues okay. at some point. You know, the Twins had a couple of guys that are highly touted that were part of this. And so you have a lot of um, females in the crowd sure. that are either potential new girlfriends or yeah. maybe looking... For that companionship down the Jersey road, Jersey Chasers. Sure, there you go. Yeah, that's that's okay. a better way of putting it. And my wife even made the comment of going, "Oh my God, like is this Hoochie Mama Central?" And I said, "Well, there it a is. Yeah, because yeah. 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 the only people in the crowd are usually family members of these players mm-hmm. or scouts. Sure, and me and my wife, and you and your wife. You know, so that's <laughs> that's basically what it is. And. So we, you can sit wherever you want. So we literally were sitting right behind one of the dugouts. We had great seats okay. and we're, you know, in the sun. We're having a couple of mm-hmm. beers. It was fantastic. And, uh, one of the guys walking into the field gave my wife the up nod because oh. I outkicked my coverage. Sure, I'm not an he, idiot. He did, yeah. and he's probably going, oh, that, she's with her dad. That's mm. cool. <laughs> no, that's or my her wife. special brother <laughs> yeah, or right, something. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's, that's, that's my that's wife.
0: So did uh, number 22 hit a home run or did uh, number 41 oh. get him and out? And
2: I only took the photo I did to tweet out just so I could
0: irritate that. Oh, that's you. So that's the only reason why I, I did I couldn't it. believe it. And The best part was is you gave me so much crap for yeah.
2: not remembering that the baseball season right. only lasts nine months, but now not all twelve. So one other thing I wanted to give a quick shout out to is when I was down there, I, had, I remember I had asked listeners for some suggestions yes. on breweries, and we had that great call. In. Oh my god! And, and and I got so many great ones from people via email and through you know social media mm-hmm. channels because a lot of people obviously don't listen to the show live; they're sure. podcasting it or or what have you. And I got a great recommendation from it's I believe it's pronounced Oso Brewing, O H S O. Okay. Um. Oh my god, Mike! This place was so cool. It was. It was. A, a combination of kind of like a cool vibe hangout of like a of of like Liftbridge, how okay. their great tap room was laid out, and and just kind of a cool old school like log cabin feel, and mm-hmm. their beer was incredible, nice, so good. So and and that was suggested by a couple of different people. So did you go there between the doubleheader, or <laughs> <laughs> I actually it was there was <laughs> yes. they had they had two locations, and one of them just so happened to be about a mile. From the resort that we were staying at, okay. so I literally walked there one day. Nice, just because it was so nice, and so you I could do it. Yeah, and and take thought, advantage well, of a, that. If I have a bunch of them, yeah, then I could just can walk can back and you roll yourself be. home. Well, that place was. I'm really, proud of really you. Cool. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> yes. I appreciate that. To so so work that. on a vacation, we tied that up in Full a pretty circle. little bow with with some beer talk here on the beer show. His name is Mike frataloni with Fredaloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. That's Manny Hill. My name is Chris Reavers. We will be right back. Do not touch that radio dial. Manny, you're going to have to help me because I just lost my computer. This is The Beer Show Live on 1500 ESPN.
0: How to like beer.
1: You're tuned in to The Beer Show.
0: Taste your beer, letting it wash over each section of your tongue. On
1: 1500 ESPN. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. The only thing possibly more B-double-E-double-R-U-N, important B-double-E-double-R-U-N, than what beer you're drinking B-double-R-U-N, is where to get it from. It's a B-double-E-double-R-U. Let's make a beer run with the guys from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits as 1500 ESPN's Beer Show now continues.
2: That's right. It's time for the weekly beer run right here on the Beer Show on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and it's our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Folks, they have the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd and in White Bear Lake at uh, Highway 61 and 4th Street, and uh, Tom is here this evening represented Elevated. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? So I have to ask, because we we didn't do a show last week, um, but we were heavily promoting the fact that you mm-hmm. guys were the exclusive uh, launch for Bourbon County with Goose Island, and I have to know, how did it go last Black Friday? You
4: know, I thought it went really well. I mean, it's always hard to do these kind of rare beer allocation-type beers because you typically never have enough to to uh quench sh- the thirst yeah, of everybody yeah sure. and, and so someone's typically always disappointed but uh you know we were lucky enough to be the official launch uh for bourbon county and and really w- was able to provide uh a lot of beers for our our, our, our customers and, and I that was fun
2: i saw the photos uh on twitter on social media and whatnot on on friday it was it was really cool and You know, it it harkens me back to like a Sam's Club with four thousand people (laughs) up front. But you know what, Mike, what was cool about it is it harkens me back to really my kind of indoctrination to the craze of craft Mm -hmm. beer because I remember back when we first started doing the show and you guys came on and talked about how yeah, this cool Black Friday beer that was coming mm-hmm. out and how people were going to line up. And I went, okay, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> line up. I've never had to line up for <laughs> my know? bush light before. And, and literally, I, I will never forget it. Ryan texted me a photo that morning and he went, told you bleep hole you know, like, <laughs> and he was right and i thought god that is so cool so it always it always brings me back to that so that's that's really cool and obviously it was a big honor for you guys to be selected because they goose <laughs> island gets how cool that you guys
4: are yeah no it was it was an honor for us and and i think it went pretty well we had uh uh lo- donuts from our local bakery there that they made with uh the bourbon county style oh, really? little donut holes with the, with the beer actually and and uh, so we had fun with it and uh, yeah, I mean, just a ton of kind of giveaways and raffles and 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 a ton of beer for for beer fans. So it was it was a lot of fun.
2: That's cool. That is very cool and and well deserved. So congratulations yeah, to you guys. Um, and what? Oh, go ahead. What were you we saying? should
4: talk about our guests. Yes, that's what I was going to get to. I was going <laughs> to transition
2: because that's what I do on the radio. Yeah. Um, so one of the cool things that we do each and every single week uh, uh, during this uh, weekly beer and as we highlight a cool and unique uh, craft brewery. And who do we have this week, sir?
4: We have our friend Sean Wolf, no stranger to the beer show, representing Oma Gang. Yeah, he's damn near a co-host on
2: this show.
5: Thanks for having me back. How <laughs> are you, Sean, man? How are you? good.
2: Yeah, so uh, let's talk about the the, the the cool things that you guys do at Oma Gang and kind of the history behind all of it. Because you, you, you routinely come on this show, and one of the things that I, I really genuinely appreciate about you guys is... Not only your cool and creative style that you guys have, but your cool connections that you guys have too.
5: Yeah. We uh, we have a lot of reach throughout the country, throughout the world, really. Um, you know, we're part of the family of beers of Duval Morquette uh, The Morquette family started Brewing gang back in 97. Uh, saw an opportunity for Belgian-style beers within uh, the USA. And we've kind of taken it from there and, and gone big. Uh, we're now part of a family that's the fifth largest brewery you know family within the country as far as the BA is that right it. yeah wow so uh we've got you know pretty much anything and everything within our family of beers that you're going to want but with Brewery Omegang uh we actually just won uh award for uh reader's choice for best Belgian or Belgian style. Congratulations. That's cool. We're happy. We've got, we've got a few of them uh, under our our sleeves. So we're, we're happy to have that. We have some great connections with, you know, Game of Thrones and the modern market and uh, some other new beers that we're going to be releasing in 2019 that I'll love to share with you guys.
0: Nice. Is Game of Thrones still happening? Why do I feel like, they said, oh, this was the last episode. It was and a then, hiatus. Oh, is that what it? Uh, uh, I thought that you could get surgery on that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it takes, it it takes some time oh, to make. Uh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, they slow. do take some time, because if it doesn't snow in New Zealand or whatever, they can't make it. <laughs> that, right? was, that was
5: some issues that happened uh, about two years ago. They definitely had a delay. I think the show didn't start until June or July one year, be, literally because of weather.
0: Okay, I'm uh, going to go on record right now and say now I'm against global warming. <laughs> I used to be for it. But if it slows down Game of Thrones... Want things to Your cool wait down. is almost over. They, <laughs> okay. uh, they
5: literally just announced uh, the other week that the final season of Game of Thrones will air in April of 2019. And then they'll come out with a movie. And yeah. then the movie will suck, just and like and that spinoff on City, Netflix maybe. and HBO streaming and everything else. Yeah. All right, so
2: people are probably hearing this and going, What in God's <laughs> name are they talking yeah, about? Sorry but, about that. But talk, Oh, go go ahead, Tom. Well,
5: I was going to say, I mean, he's leading into
4: the cool new package that we got in this week at both stores. It's the new Game of Thrones glass pack.
2: Okay, but stop. Hold on. You're getting ahead of yourself here, because there's people hearing this going,
5: what's the connection between yeah. Game of Thrones yeah. and Gang? And I think this is an awesome story. Yeah, it's very cool. Years <laughs> ago, um, HBO approached us uh, in partnering as their official beer for Game of Thrones. Um, they How came, do you say no to that, by the way? Y- yeah, you, you don't accept Although, if the show
0: <laughs> hadn't started, you'd say, do we want to be part of a show that... That's on HBO? Everyone, everyone dies. Well, you could be... Uh, What's what are some other notable shows on HBO? Sex and the City.
5: Well, The Sopranos. Sopranos. I know, Sopranos you know, uh, just whacking. Everyone. Trying to think what else. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> no, they approached you. you guys. Just they, they did approach sure. us. No. Um, actually, as you said, how does anyone say no to us um, or no to that at the time? Like I, I think I've told you before, our our president at the time actually was about to say no because it was. Really, you, you looked at it as, as HBO and this big corporation and stuff like that, mm. and we, oh, we were a very small. Brewery. Okay. You don't want to kind of go that direction, but as soon as. Our marketing department and our brewers and everyone else that works at the company heard that we had this opportunity. They were like, no, Mr. President, no, you're no, wrong. No, you're <laughs> wrong. You're, and this is uh, something we we're going to do know, it, whether you want to do it or <laughs> not. Yeah. So uh, we obviously uh, approved of that and were put on this platform that we would have never been able to put on as far as marketing and, and shouting our name to the world. So uh, what uh, it, is it
2: easily? Able to quantify the kind of impact that that had on the bottom line, or is that is it way too difficult, or can, is there a tangible way you can see? I wouldn't say there's a way to quantify it, although that it absolutely made an impact. Well, I, I can't imagine it didn't. Yeah. That's I guess what I was getting at because you, you're put in front of a set of how many millions of eyeballs that are going to see your product. Obviously, it's going to have it's going to make a difference.
5: Oh yeah, well, and especially now with, in the world of social media and stuff like that. Yep. I mean, you can you can determine how many. "Quote unquote impressions and stuff you're going to get, but at the end of the day, sales are what everyone's looks at looks at in this world, and we definitely saw a big impact. So this
2: sales. was literally a case of uh, the writers for the show were at some bar in New York. C- yep. Correct nope. me if I'm wrong, and then yep. they they were drinking your beer.
5: Yeah, they've had always <laughs> been drinking beer, um, just like we all are in uh, support of local breweries and stuff like that. It, uh, headquarters is in Times Square, uh, and they wanted to." do a New York brewery. So they looked at a few different breweries and settled on looking at Game because we are literally in upstate New York in the rolling Hills, very a farmhouse style brewery. Uh, We're not this big packaging hall kind of thing and, and fit the mold of game of Thrones much more than maybe some of the other options that they had. That's cool. And uh, it's been a a great blessing for us to have game of Thrones. It's a good thing that
0: game of Thrones was so successful. Otherwise they would have had Jon Snow in one scene, walk up to a bar and say, but well, since winter is coming, I'll take an Um-Again Stout. <laughs> just to get that product placement in there. And then we would all be like, oh, Which Christ. is the beer we're releasing right now. Is it really? The
5: Beer uh, literally released this week. Oh. Called uh, King of the North. Uh, it's a barrel-aged imperial stout. Uh, literally just came into the market this week with our, our gift pack. We've never released uh, any of the Game of Thrones beer in a 12-ounce bottle uh, until this gift pack. So because of the show um, being delayed, and uh, as Tom was mentioning, they're literally shooting almost feature length episodes. So mm-hmm. they're only gonna in 2019. They're going to have six episodes. They're all going to be about an hour and a half each. Oh, wow. So wow. it's significant. It's not like they're just, you know, doing 30 minute pilots or anything like that. It's going to be a significant season. So during that time frame, while they're filming all this stuff, we wanted to kind of fill that gap while we didn't have the season to depend on. So we uh, released four Royal reserve beers that we did in 2018. And so this gift pack encompasses all four and all four are made for, one of the last characters still standing to take over the throne, um, while the annihilation of mankind is is imminent. Here, here.
4: That's <laughs> very cool that they, you know, all these beers kind of ha- make sense with within the characters and the story. You know, you can kind of see that tie, that tie in, and and this gift pack is 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 awesome. I mean, just like a great package, beautiful. You get a nice Game of Thrones glass in there, and you get to try all four of these, which, I mean, you can't always find them. So will
0: this, when you buy this for your stores, mm-hmm. do you say, oh, my God, we need 4,000 of them? <laughs> or do you, I mean,
4: or is it limited
0: sets? You yeah, can only have it's, so it's many. It's limited, okay. yeah.
4: We would love to have as much as we can, and, mm-hmm. and we do all right, but uh, yeah, there there is a limit to how much we can buy on stuff like this. Well,
5: especially with this series. A lot of them are blended beers, barrel-aged beers, so... The amount that we can actually physically make while we're making all the rest of our beers becomes limited, just as a production side. Can I ask a really stupid
2: question? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I've never never stopped you
5: before. (laughs) I was going to say I've been on the radio
2: since two thousand and one. I've I've made a career kind of out of that. But but in all seriousness, because this show has reached such a legendary status. Even if it goes Game of off, Thrones, not no, the, beer, the show. beer show. The beer show. Or yeah, Game the of beer Thrones? show. You're right. i was right. talking about the beer show. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> no, Game of Thrones <laughs> I'm talking about now. Hopefully the beer show one day. But because the, the show Game of Thrones has reached such a, a, a status of people that don't even watch it know what it is. Right. So much like we were just talking, you know, Sopranos. People still talk about the Sopranos. It hasn't been on since what, 99, 2000, mm-hmm. I'm whatever. Still
5: t- upset about it. Exactly. Yeah, so just...
2: my, my point being, this is still a branding effort that's going to be be able to be used long
5: after the show is no longer on the on the air correct yeah i mean for us the beer will stop after next year Okay. Um, the, that's the plan, at least. You know, never say never. But uh, after 2019, we have a uh, we have a plan for one final beer. Until thousands of people are knocking yeah. on your door, going, "Where is mean, the next one?" They might no, it's interesting.
4: They have plans for one final beer. So I think I think Game of Thrones fans should start knocking down his door because he obviously has some inside information. Oh, wow. good
5: point, mm. Tom. Wow. Well, so it's called For the Throne. Um, it'll be it'll be quite interesting to see how it all plays out, but. Uh, We'll have one final beer, and then uh, we'll have a gift pack for the end of 2019 season. Cool. And then, like I said, never say never. You know, you might have some stuff happening in 2020. That's cool.
2: Uh, Oma Gang Brewing is the is the guest here in the beer show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Two tastings this weekend, by the way, folks. Uh, one of the cool things that they do at, at Elevated is they let you come in and try these great beers for free. this You Friday, just grab
0: a beer right off the shelf. Off the shelf. Don't even just ask. Open it just up. open it up. Uh, Friday
2: 5 to 7. No, don't do that. That would be <laughs> illegal. Uh, Friday 5 to 7 at the Minneapolis location this Saturday from 3 to 5 up at White Bear Lake and you can go in there and you can sample this beer for free. Right, Tom?
4: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, Oma Gang has a great lineup of beers. You're going to have a chance to try uh, the full lineup and 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 possibly snag one of these gift packs. They are extremely limited so you should uh, make your move on those but uh it's gonna be a fun uh tasting because I think people will be impressed by the beer. Yeah.
5: Um, so let's talk about some of the other things that you guys have going on with Omega. Yeah. So the biggest thing for us that's gonna be happening at the very end of twenty eighteen and going into twenty nineteen is uh jumping on board with a, a trend that's just subtly been happening over the past couple of months, it started out in the West Coast and is starting to take a little bit of a hold here in the upper Midwest and the rest of the country, and that is uh a trend with IPA. So after about a year, year and a half of the haze craze, mm-hmm. as we like to say. Um, brute IPA has become uh, quite a trend here mm-hmm. in the craft I'm unfamiliar, beer world. am I? You
0: know, we've heard that a few times. Nice, oh, yeah. dry IPA. We've heard. Okay. We, in fact, exactly. we had one a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I right? mean,
5: it's
4: kind of the opposite end of the spectrum, frankly, uh, uh, of a, a hazy beer. So, has
5: this got kind of, almost like a champagne kind yes. of finish so to that's it? so okay. that's the key. And that's where, for only Gang, like I told you guys over you know plenty of years, is we're not like an IPA brewery. We're a Belden style brewery. Mm-hmm. We're about triples and. Doubles and spices and carbonation and effervescence and artisanal brewing. And that's finally an IPA that fits our mold, sure. uh, especially when it comes to fermentation. So, so when that when the juicy, hazy stuff really yeah, got popped, did you guys go, ah,
2: Christ, we got to yeah, make now. It's, it's actually pretty funny to listen to how <laughs> brewers
5: actually respond oh, when you start not, hearing you about kidding hazy beers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not their favorite. Why, style. Why, why Why is that? I'm curious. Uh, just uh, a... Basically, how it looks, um, appearance. Okay. Uh, it doesn't, you know, for again, for brewers and people that have been in the business for Are a long time. Are they turned off just, by the taste? No, not necessarily. It's, it's, it's just, it's literally the process. It's a lack of filtration. Okay. Um, it's the appearance of the beer. Because God, I love that style of
4: beer. Yeah. And, I love
5: it's, too. and, and you're not alone. Right. Trust me. Because that's <laughs> literally, I've heard stories from not not even necessarily my brewers, but other brewers around the country. It's just like, this is the style. All right. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, yeah, yeah, I, go for it. Consumers drive demand, right? Yep.
4: They're kind of off balance uh, or out of balance by design. You know, so uh, you, we talk about balanced beers. These are, are not that. Uh, and then they typically tend to have, you know, some sweetness to them. They can be kind of juicy and, and, and just some of them just taste like grapefruit juice. Sure. And look like grapefruit juice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I think Pyrrhus kind of, grit their teeth a little bit about it, but yeah, I mean, I think there's room for... Uh Everything and and uh, I'm interested and have had a few nice brut IPAs so far too. It's a nice counterpoint.
2: So how is it spelled? B R U T E? No, no, just T. B R U T. Oh, like the like yeah. The cologne. Yeah. 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 So yeah. The, yeah. The, the
4: For, <laughs> Or the champagne.
2: Yeah. yeah. So the, concept, champagne. The, 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 okay. the
0: biggest two things. <laughs> but I like, you like want. that he threw that. That was pretty funny. I'll uh, put some change in the change drawer.
5: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh,
2: you, on you, another you show, he that.
5: has when yeah. he says something not so bright, he has to put change in a change yeah. drawer. The biggest two things that you're gonna want to see. on on that style mm-hmm. is carbonation and dryness. So is, now this is where I have to put change in the change drawer.
0: Is there anything Belgian about a brute IPO? So this is like just there a brand go. new United yeah. States thing. But so
5: what comes with uh, nice one of our done. greatest um, <laughs> abilities is fermentation and creating... Giant carbonation. Uh, again, coming from the Duval family, Duval is one of the most carbonated beers in the world. Uh, that beer comes in at about 8.5 grams per liter as far as carbonation. Your normal beer is going to be in that 2 to 4 range, maybe. Okay. Uh, so our brewed IPA is going to come in at 8.0, which is just a touch behind Duval. Um, so for us, this beer can only be made in a
0: bottle. So, okay, let me ask this. Like a okay. bottle of It's because bottle conditioning can, and the fermentation it can, it can,
5: process can only get those, car- th- those uh, grams per liter. In a, in, a in a bottle, conditioned beer. You can't do it in the keg. You can't do it in a can. Uh, you can make a brute IPA, but you can't get those levels of carbonation or dryness in in those. Uh, okay, so packages. if has ever has Omegain
0: ever uh, invented something and sent it backwards down the chain to Europe to say, "Hey, this is really strong," and because I don't know if there's purity rules, you can't. Your other companies that you own would say, "Oh, that that is really killing it," because. A
5: brute IPA sounds like something you could drink or that Duval would make. Is that not? I wouldn't say like an actual style or beer, but one thing that America and a little bit of Omegang and a little bit of Boulevard and really just American breweries in general, one thing that I was sent back to Europe that have kind of taken on is cans. Okay, uh, Cans in general for certainly for Belgium has not been a, package that they want to deal with at all mm-hmm. because so of the do they look at us levels. and look down okay. upon us but that's a mainly bit? because of the carbonation they would just levels. pop open or they just cl- yeah you wouldn't okay. be able to get the carbonation levels because it. they would literally explode, well, explode. Okay. um but now you know they're bringing in they're making beers that are less carbonated uh, for duvel single for example it's a mm-hmm. it's a lighter version of duvel it's a less carbonation less abv but you can put it in a can mm. and so we actually released that in june or july for the first time ever Uh, And you're starting to see just Belgian breweries in general release some cans and stuff. Really? uh, Where that would have never even been discussed five years ago.
0: So soon they'll have a blueberry porter with a touch of jasmine.
5: (laughs) And everyone's going to say, thank you, America. You ruined our beer. American breweries open up breweries in Europe. I mean, look at Stone open theirs up in Germany. Uh, You've got, you know, they're definitely starting to see what the American drinkers are are wanting. Doesn't Stone have to still abide by the The German purity laws? Yeah. The Reinsgebot? Um, I would assume they do, but I don't know. I can answer that question.
0: That would be pretty interesting to yeah. see if you could come in and just own the country with beers that do That probably has have... something
5: to do with whether or not they're going to call it a certain style or something within that country.
2: Oh, got it. Very interesting. All right, so if people are hearing this, uh, they want to find out more information about you guys, where they can find yeah. your beer, your styles of beer, and uh, all of those psychopath Game of Thrones fans that want to find out <laughs> more information about uh, that special, the beer, where can they find
5: that, uh, sir? Omegang.com, um, and then Brood IPA will actually release. We'll have a limited release in December. It's going to come out and should be released that second or third week of the month. Okay. And then we'll hopefully get a, a another bigger shipment in January, but it was kind of a... A slight slow rollout, but uh, we're encouraging you guys to try that because there's a lot of breweries out there making some, but we think that we're going to be the uh, creme de la creme of that style. That's
2: awesome. It's always good to see you, my man success. Uh and you can find uh, more information about that online at elevatedbws.com. As I mentioned earlier, two yes. tastings of Omegang Gang this Friday from five to seven at the Minneapolis location at Hiawatha and 42nd, and this Saturday from three to five at the White Bear Lake store at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And Tom will be there personally to pour <laughs> each and every sample, will you not?
4: I'm always I'm I'm around. People can find me when they when they stop into the shops for sure. Uh, we solid maybe. solid maybe. <laughs> yeah. M- meaning he's not going to be there. <laughs> we have the full lineup of Oma Gang. We have the single Duval that that Sean mentioned as well. We have all the Duval stuff. Uh, so you're going to find the beer that you want at these tastings and, and be able to make sure that you like it, which is what we're all about.
2: Uh quick shout-out, by the way. Uh, I'm just re- re- uh, misremembering. No, I'm just remembering uh, I stopped in at your store at the Minneapolis uh, location on my way home mm-hmm. from work and... I always love doing this, and Mike, you'll love this. I love going in there because you guys really do a fantastic job of hiring great people <laughs> that, that know their stuff. Yeah. But, you know, because a lot of people at the Minneapolis store, they know me because I'm there a lot. Sure. You yeah. know? But there was one kid that did not recognize me. Ah. And, I went, and I went up to him I said, Hey, where's, you know, I was giving him uh, the, oh, yeah, and it was great. Couldn't have handled it better. Oh, he wow. was an I and I, I I can't remember his name. Young young kid. Yeah. Great. You know he was he couldn't have had a bigger smile on his That's face. <laughs> was extremely helpful. But I oh I was given. Did him you the, say? Do you know who I am? No, I I, did okay, I never said chatting. that once because <laughs> that would have been great. Until until another step. remember said, "Hey, Reavers." He goes, "Oh." Oh. You're the beer show guy. Oh, the guy there guy. you go. Oh, yeah, no. no, your staff is awesome. So big shout out to those guys because they always... um. <laughs> Thank you.
4: Yes, we pride ourselves on that and, and try tolerate and, me. And, and do uh, a good job with services. Yeah. Pillar of our business plan.
2: And you guys are all over social media too.
4: Yep. Elevated BWS or Elevated WBL on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram... And I think that might be it. And the like. like. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you
2: again very soon. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Weekly Beer Run. We'll be right back. This is The Beer Show live on 1500 ESPN.
1: This is The Beer Show. Let's go drink some beer. On 1500 ESPN.
2: Hello again. It's Mike Fratelloni. Final segment of The Beer Show here on 1500 ESPN. ESPN 1500ESPN.com. Reavers, Fratelloni, and a buddy of ours is here to talk about Kind of a bittersweet topic, a really cool event that's honoring truly one of the great guys in this business. And Brad from LiftBridge Brewery is here this evening. How are you, sir? Hey, thanks a lot for having me. So we're here to talk about Hansi, uh, who if those that are listening aren't familiar with was... How, how do you describe him, Brad? Because I, I look at him as almost... Kind of the face of the craft beer movement here in the Twin Cities. Is that oh, fair to
3: say? That's super fair to say. Okay. I mean, legend? I don't know. Yeah. Um, we had
2: him as a guest on this show. We,
0: what sucked about it is we had him on a guest way too late. Yeah. We didn't understand who how, Hansi was. And how cool he was. He should have been on the first show and then the sixth he show. He should have then. been the co-host. Or the host. With you. <laughs> yes. I should not have been doing this yeah. show. It should have been Hansi. But if you looked at him, he was a bearded, oh, bigger God, guy. And, and you have this print here. He, he was the guy who had a ring on every finger, right? Oh, yeah. That was and, kind of the
3: signature. Yeah, yeah his signature
0: yeah. thing. And you see him, and you think, who is that dude? And then he starts talking about beer. And you're like, ah, cool. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. One of the things that I genuinely always appreciated about him uh, in doing the show was, A, he knew everybody, but B, he knew everybody around your life. In other words, when he came, the first time he did the show he he probably had heard me doing the show before because mm. he was probably a listener, but he knew that I had a wife and a kid at the time. And I thought, oh my God, that's cool. Like, I, I don't remember that about people that, are, yeah. that I, I work with both of day. my kids often. But, but that's the kind of guy that he was, and that's why what you guys are doing at Liftbridge to kind of honor him and kind of pay it forward in his life, I thought is just so super cool. So con- c- congratulations for this wonderful and truly cool endeavor.
3: Oh, yeah, and it's, a, again, the least we could do. and And we looked up to him, like, A lot of people in the industry say, hey, I wouldn't be where I was today without Hans, Yep, Um, like Wolfie before. I mean, he worked with Hans in the early days of Original Gravity and Capital Beverage, too. So one of the first guys to bring craft beer to Minnesota, as you mentioned. And we were the first brewery that signed on with uh, Capital from Minnesota. Is that right? We were the first Minnesota craft brewery. Okay, So Hans, he was a salesman. He was the craft beer guru. Um, at, he, at a large distributor yeah. capital yeah. right so
0: so he saw a ton of brands come through right Yeah, because he was there for well i think these guys are going to make great beer right 30
3: years well and even before that i mean that that's what's so interesting about it is he was working for you know the mm-hmm. miller rep and then the the bud rep so mm-hmm. two of the largest distributors in the midwest for two of the largest brewers in the world that were very macro fo- focused mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden he was like you know what this craft beer thing is is happening and he embraced, and he brought it in. He talked everyone into it at you know the higher levels at Capital and and at JJ. So I mean, when you look at it, and now there's a whole new cast of beer salespeople that worked under Hans, mm-hmm. knowing about craft beer and bringing it to the Twin Cities. So it's really it, it is truly amazing. It's, yeah. it's pretty interesting, and
0: that would be tough to do because if you're at Capital or who, who has a Bud. Capital. Capital. Yep. So if you're at Capital and Capital says, "Well, we sell 40 million cases of Bud," and Hans says, "Well, let's try some Liftbridge. I think we can do 100 cases this week." They say, "Who cares? You know, it, it, it's a blip until all of a
2: sudden the flood comes in and it really starts selling incredibly well."
3: Sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: All right. So let's talk about uh, kind of this mission, the, the the beer itself, and kind of the funny, unique nature of uh, what what you guys decided to brew in his honor.
3: Well, and we kind of talked about it from the. Honestly, weeks after he passed away, unfortunately in August or October, I'm sorry, October of 2017, which I can't believe it's been that long already. Yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing. But we talked about it right away like, "Hey, we really should do something to honor him. A lot of other brewers were talking to us about it too and, you know, family and and we just wanted to let it let the dust settle for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Just we we don't want to do something right away. Let's let it settle for a while. So then um, you know, in the summer we started talking to the Growler magazine. Um, who kind of put us in touch with uh, some friends at Country Malt Group. Uh, we also talked to D. Witt, who did the the print eventually. And we said, hey, I think it's time to let's do something. And we wanted to do it around a, a fun time. So yeah. in Hans' life, it was his birth week. That was a, uh, his birthday was <laughs> the 13th of November. But everyone knew it as his birth week because he'd go out every night. Yep. You know, have a ton of fun with Hans, right, for his birth week. So we're like, let's do it then. Let's release it then. Let's you know go to the the bars that that really supported him and, and he supported as well and, and a lot of friends in the industry and let's, that's awesome let's get these prints done let's do some shirts let's do this awesome beer that's that's hoppy that he liked Yep. and let's just have fun with it and honor him and we're calling it hoppy af hoppy af yeah <laughs> yeah because that's, that's that was in, his tagline right words, yeah if you're like hey do you like that beer hans he goes oh yeah it's hoppy you know, you know what? <laughs> and you it doesn't stand
2: it, yeah. for alcohol free. No, it does not. Right? It yeah, does not. Yeah. It stands for something completely, <laughs> completely different. So, Mike, just are you going to tweet out that photo, the photo of that print? Um, I don't have Twitter.
0: I will send you. How about the photo. you text me the photo? I
2: actually have Twitter, but <laughs> if then, I use it, come kick me in the genitals. And, uh, and then I'll and then I'll tweet it out. And so, <clears throat> if people are hearing this, they want to they want to help contribute in 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 any way towards this great goal uh, and what your guys' mission is with this beer. How can they do that, Brad?
3: Yeah, and and when we started this, we just didn't want it to be about LiftBridge. We certainly wanted to honor Hans, and one of his favorite charities was Wishes and More. So we did cool. a lot of collaborations that benefited Wishes and More throughout uh, Hans's life with us. And um, so we're, we're donating all the proceeds from any of these prints or any of the T-shirts. We still have some available at the brewery um, to Wishes and More and his kids' education fund. That's really cool. Um, all the bars also donated a dollar from every pint. Um, to the education fund and wishes and more as well. So um, really, it's going out and drinking the beer and and even if you can't get out and you want to support something, go to wishes and more and donate twenty dollars in Hans's name and because folk, he would love you for it. And
2: folks, that's exactly why uh, this industry is so stinking cool. Is 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 the camaraderie and the fact that you know he was not only beloved but he. He was so revered that everybody wants to pitch in. and it's what I love about the craft beer slash the service industry is it you're in that war together and that's that's one of the things that's truly cool because for me, you know, I think the first time I was introduced to Hansi was at the state Fair because he was basically there every day. I every mean that day. that was his thing. Mm-hmm. and I remember Mike, and I don't know if you do, but the first time I met him, he was this this guy. That was standing outside of the stage during the beer show, just hanging out. And he's intimidating looking. He is, right? but, but yeah. he was just there because I, I forget who the guest we had on that day mm-hmm. and it didn't matter because he knew everybody, but he just wanted to hang out and, and listen to the beer show. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's weird. That's cool. And then but... I started to find out who he was and I thought, that's bleeping awesome mm-hmm. that he just wanted to hang out. And then the uh, all of the breweries kind of pitched in together and, and honored him in a cool way at the state fair this past year, didn't they?
3: Yeah, we we kind of put uh, some cash together and and did a bench in his in his memorial. Yeah, so that's and, so awesome. Yeah, so it had his picture on it, and you saw I'm sure a ton of pictures Instagram and yep. Facebook at State Fair sitting on Hans's bench having a beer, as you would have with him at the ballpark cafe. But it was because that right became in front of a of thing. Oh yeah, this this last sure. year at the fairs, everybody I I was with our buddy Ben Quam with Ben mm-hmm.
2: Paddle, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Well, we got to go take a picture with at at the bench." I'm like. The hell are you talking about? And then he told me, I'm like, oh God, yeah, we oh, gotta go up there. Cool. It was really cool. So um So the because uh, I
0: stopped listening midway because I was just um because <laughs> he does which, that with me. Let, let me know where is it available and how do I buy the beer? What what's going on? Where so, do Yeah, I we get
3: this? we as I mentioned we had a lot of parties during the birth week um of November eleventh. Uh now you can still find uh that beer available at Shamrocks, Billy's on Grand, Stouts and Roseville. Cool. It's gonna come on at Delicata and Como here in a in a week or so. Um and that that's where you can find it now also at the brewery, and we're still donating a dollar from every pint and two dollars from every growler to wishes and more. And that's awesome. And up. how long will that go till? Till oh, the beer boy, runs out? Yeah, it's um, almost out. So okay. it's just uh, several more weeks and that's about it. Well, good Everyone's for you. loving the beer. It's it's it is uh, delicious. I mean, I
0: don't know if it's not destined to be made again, I, I think.
3: Yeah, well we and the interesting thing about it is we wanted to like spell his name out with hops. So worked, working with the brewers, how do we do that? You know, and we went through the all the hops, and, and really the dry hopping is this El Dorado, so we use that twice dry hop for the last two e's of his nickname Hansi, mm-hmm. and uh, that gives it that really bright, um, almost botanical, pineapple um East Coast almost IPA uh, character to it.
0: It's good, yeah, I mean,
3: it's really good. I can't wait yeah. to try it.
0: I, you will uh, eventually, uh, although he, the, it was gone. Here's
2: here's why I also love this industry, mm-hmm. Mike. We're ten minutes into this discussion with Brad from Liftbridge. Mm. We haven't talked about Liftbridge. I mean, yeah. yes, we have yeah. in a way, but that's so cool. So, And, and to, sh, folks, to show you the reach of Hansi, Shaw from Gang is still in here because he wanted to hear about, about Hansi and this mission. So uh, while we still have just a couple of minutes left here in this segment, Brad, what, what else is new with you guys at Liftbridge? Because I do want to give you guys some love because you guys are kicking butt and taking names over there. That's really awesome yeah, what you guys are
3: doing. it's been great. We've had a lot of uh, cool things happen. Um, you know, We're still planning on breaking ground next year on our new site, which is super exciting. Um, we're really cramped. Remind where me, where's right. that going to be again? Um, right now it's, uh, we're planning on a couple blocks north of right where we're okay. at right now. Which well, is, tell which tell everybody great. exactly where water. you are. Okay, and still water. Right still water, water okay. up the hill, yep. Uh, we're not downtown, we're up the hill. And you need a bigger site. And we Just, need a bigger site, okay. yeah. We're pretty cramped where we're at. And so remind so me, because I think the last
2: time we had you on, it was right around construction bridge time so forgive me if you've already mentioned this on the show but how how has that been for you guys with the new bridge over there
3: the bridge has been great honestly okay you know clears up that gridlock downtown everyone was kind of locals and other people alike worried Mm. to go downtown and it was hard down there i sit in the line for 45 minutes and then i gotta find sure spot to park it's actually great now you can go get right down there find a spot to park and Visiting the 34 bars around, but on your way stop at Lift Bridge because we're up the hill. That's cool. But no, the bridge has been been really cool, and it's connected Wisconsin too. So there's a lot of people in Western Wisconsin also that, you know, are our neighbors and and they. Come right over to the brewery. How the, far away?
0: I'm sorry. Are you going to be from Tony No Neck?s Is it No Neck Tony's? No Neck Tony's. No yeah,
3: that's a great. It's place. One of the best barns in the world.
0: Oh, okay.
5: I, I mean, was a, like, is it a, some a little guy? a little dive called Tony, <laughs> is No Neck Tony's. Tony okay, you
3: know? okay. Yeah, yeah, no, he's a, he's a legend downtown. Because he's off the hill a block, right? Uh, they're, yeah. they're right there on yeah. Myrtle and um, I guess sec, uh, between second and first. You got to be close yeah, to him. They're, they're right there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's less than a mile away. Because you guys close to downtown, and you guys, you know, what what's neat is you know a lot
2: of these breweries, you know. Especially here in the Twin Cities, they they become almost identified with their neighborhood. But you guys are Stillwater's beer, you know. Yeah, you, yeah. you really are, which is cool.
3: And it's a good thing to cool own. Town. It's a great town, and I mean, talking about Hansi, like he'd he'd come out every every Friday. It seemed like we'd go downtown for happy hour. We'd hit you know Freight House and PD Pappies and yeah. Brian's a few other places. I so, wish yeah.
0: Stillwater was like ten miles closer. Because I would live there in a heartbeat. I love Stillwater. Spend the night. Just spend the night, yes. (laughs) Well, Well, a lot of my friends have boats, so I just go there and just sleep on some random person's boat.
2: All right, so Brad, really quick, before we run out of time, if people are hearing this, they want to find out more information about the beer that you guys feature at Liftbridge and ways that they can help contribute to this wonderful cause. Where can they find all that information, sir?
3: Oh, definitely go on our website, go on our Facebook page. Um and as I said if you don't have a chance to get the beer or whatever just go on wishes more and make a donation in Hans's memory. That's really cool.
2: Well congratulations to this wonderful endeavor
3: and as always anytime that we can do whatever
2: we can to help out don't be afraid to reach out okay brother. Cheers. Thank you. Uh, Michael, that was a fun show tonight, Thank sir. you, Rivers. You're the best. I am the best. Uh, if you missed any portion of this program, I don't know why I keep saying that. It makes me sound like such a jerk. If you missed any portion, you can always check out the podcast that you can find online at 1500ESPN.com. We are also available on Podcast One. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's edition of The Beer Show. Until next Thursday night, we'll talk again. Cheers.